feeling alive in 2000. Good morning, Michael Bergio. Episode 206 of Morning Minutes. That's in. Welcome, everyone. Morning Minutes. Episode 206 with myself, Michael Bergio. Mark Novak. Talking about buying a shitter. Yeah, shitter. You know what? People ask. People ask, what do I buy? Should I buy? Buying a really bad property. Is it a bad idea? Assuming your suburbs right, what do you reckon? I know if the suburbs right, there is there are no bad properties, and I think when when you realise that, God, it will make um, buying very easy, won't it, Mark? Because you you look at people who have bought a property and done nothing with it in ten years, twenty years, and how much money they've made or the benefit the benefits they've got. You're like, wow, is there a bad buy? We've touched on this on an episode before, Mark. Going even the worst properties in a suburb still get very similar growth to the bad properties. Like, it's um, if anything, they've got the better growth. <laughs> and um, it's, un- it's really weird I-, I was at dinner with a friend on saturday night and we were talking about great shit suburbs and great suburbs and shit properties and good properties um matt made a mines in student accommodation and um so he's got a bit to- he knows a bit about property and i go matt give me a suburb like just give me give me a suburb that's less desirable for you and give mm. me a suburb that's very desirable for you uh, now he's got. I'm not saying they're bad suburbs or good suburbs. He's got his own motivation motivation for what's desirable or less desirable. But he picks suburbs like Blacktown. He picks suburbs like Campbelltown. Uh, he picks suburbs like uh, Cabramatta. He mm. picks suburbs like Rose Bay, Manly, Chatswood. Um, and we stuck to suburbs that haven't had a lot of um, impacted change that have come into them. Right. Yep. After going through those those suburbs, we looked at what... So we've got access to a property system called RP Data, which gives us his, historical sales data. So you can look at, for instance, like a 10-year trend on how the suburbs performed. Every suburb has performed on or about 70, 70%, 70%. Every suburb had performed up between 65 and 70, 75. You know, in that 10-year period, you couldn't go too wrong. Now, when we're saying shitter, we're not saying shit suburbs. Um, well, maybe we are. Some shit is, if you, I don't know what you'd regard as a shit suburb in Sydney, but you, you still can't go wrong. Shit house. Oh, knock down, shitty house, shitty unit. Um, you still can't go wrong. Yeah, the way I look at it, so what... Well, the way I look at it as well is um, if you just go with the mindset, I'm buying the worst house in this area, I think how easy it will be because think of how when people go through the buying process, they get, they, um, oh, the paint color's not right, I'm not buying that, or the carpet's not right, I'm not buying that, or like they come up with a million reasons not to buy because they're trying to get the perfect property in that suburb. But if you go in there with the eye, the mindset of I'm buying the worst one in this suburb, I reckon one, it would look, it would, it would, um, it would be a lot easier, but the main, and then there's a lot of benefits with buying a property that need work, Mark, especially if it's an investment tax benefits, it's um, doing the work, yeah, good point. value, good adding, point. value adding. 
property. Well, where do you honestly, if I say, I don't know how many people in society are on commissions, right? Um, like yourself, like myself. Um, but if you're a, a uh, on a fixed wage, where can you get the upshot? Obviously, you can work harder at work and you get a promotion and you maybe will get 5 or 10% more that year than the year before. But yeah. property is actually a good one where you can uh, where you can speculate, but it's not heavily speculative like a stock. So, yeah. you, you know, it's property, buying a shitter is actually not a bad idea because you can actually play with your money. You can play with the property and potentially get some, like you said, some really good tax breaks and potentially get a really nice little drink or upshot. Now, you don't have to sell the property to realize the profit. You can get it revalued and you can buy something else potentially. But yeah, a lot of people have got, their, have got the shackles on. They can't make more money at work. A shitter is a great idea. Yeah, and when you look at it, the, the, a lot, um, the difference between sometimes the best property and the worst property, a lot of it's really cosmetic. So you, you've got that potential. I really emphasize that value add. And the difference, Mark, when you buy a top property, there's like you're relying on market growth with that property because all the value's already been added. So if the market doesn't go up, then your property doesn't go up. You can't really do anything else to it. But when you're buying the shittest property, you've got market growth and then the value add. So I emphasize that as well um, is a big one. I, a lot of a lot of comments so far. Everyone's loving that. Michelle, thanks for joining. David, uh, Sabine, love the shitters. That's where the money is. Yep, Cabramatta used to be a shithole, but now it's now thriving. Thriving. Uh, Thriving. A great place to go for dinner, by the way. Yeah, you went there for, is that where you got the Italian? Yeah, uh, no, that was uh, Norton Street Leichhardt, but uh, good faux. There's good faux in, in Cabramatta. Yeah, beauty. It's a famous faux place. Um, but you know what, Michael, something that, that you mentioned as well, when you buy a shitter, you're not paying much for the structure and yeah. you're buying the land. And yep. the reality is that guess what appreciates and guess what depreciates. Fact yep. is a car depreciates because that's, and that's it full stop because it's a, like it's a, you're buying the material thing, the, uh, the, the, the structure. So if you can say it that way, but when you're buying a property, that is nicely renovated that is as an investment property that that's going to depreciate the property itself but the land is going to appreciate so you've got to be so another good thing with buying a shitter is you're not paying generally much or anything for the house you're just paying for the land and the land's the only bloody thing that goes up it's yeah. a big benefit then if you actually if you renovate that house upwards then you can have someone pay you for your love that you've given it even more than what it's cost you. Generally, if you do a good reno, quote me on this one, guys, if mm -hmm. you do a good reno on a shitter, you will get for that renovation a multiple on your money of two to three. So if you spend a hundred thousand on a renovation, you will probably make 200,000 or 300,000 when you resell it gross. Yeah. 
It's true. And I think it also just lowers a lot of the stress of buying and the expectation of, of it's got to be perfect. It's got to be this. And you just, you're just getting rid of that. So Mark, you know what? It's better to buy the worst property than not buy at all. <laughs> you know, yep. like, well, oh, and just think about it, you know, think about it for years and years and years and years and years, um, buy it, leave it. The magic, the, the magic is, is you're going to make money in two ways. The magic is going to be that renovation. Uh, and the second way is going to be the appreciation of the land. Now, you're still getting appreciation in land, even if you're buying an apartment, believe it or not, yeah. because a big value of that apartment is actually the land that it sits on. So you're still going to be enjoying that. So when we're saying buying a shitter, that can mean an apartment, but that can mean a house. Yeah. Um, David, yep, yep. I've always looked at the value of property, like Warren Buffett. Look for stocks in this, yeah, in the share market, capital matter. Perfect. I think a lot of people um, watching have that same ethos as well, but you made a good point with the land being the value, the land's the one going up and the, the structure of it is what's going down. So you, you, you don't want it to be too heavily, heavily weighted to the value of the structure, which may look nice and it may mean you get a better tenant straight away, but overall yep. that's what that's where the depreciation is. And depending how old that structure is can really vary on how much um, depreciation you can actually get on it. So you may be paying the benefit of that structure, but you're not getting the actual benefits of that structure through depreciation and things like that, because the, the older it is, the less depreciation benefits you get, but you can still be paying a, a fair chunk for the structure when buying. Cause there is that market that people really love to, people do like to buy a finished product. I think that touches on what you're saying before Mark, where you can have that, uh, that, that re strong return on doing the work. So there's some big difference there. I think that's great. I think that's great for your home. Like I do believe I personally have always bought stuff renovated because my core business is being a real estate agent and allowed me to focus on my core business. As soon as I had to start doing kitchens, bathrooms, additions, um, building new, new homes, it actually takes away from my core business. So I made, I've always made that business decision from very young, never to, never to just to buy renovated and just milk it, enjoy it, um, and then and then spend those hours free with my family um, or in my business. Um, so I, I think it's um, it's certainly one to one to consider for people. You know, where's your money best spent? But that's again, bear in mind what I said before. I'm I'm on a commission, so I can I can invest an extra ten hours a week, and I will get paid for it. Some people are not on commissions; they can invest ten hours a week into their work, and they will get jack. And that's why sometimes it's worth doing those, you know, adding value to your home and, and spending that time and money on your home to make that upshot. And don't forget, it's tax-free. Yeah. So your your home that you live in is the is one of the only investments in this country that you can enjoy zero capital gains tax, providing you live in the property one property you're allowed to do. Now I'll just I'll just read I'll just repeat that people's homes that they live in if they buy it for 500,000 and they sell it more than a year later mm. 10 years later whenever that is they sell it 
uh, and for a million dollars, that $500,000 gain is non-taxable. The government does not, not want to have a lick of it. Now, yeah. if you have it as a rental, an investment property, yes, the government wants a lick. But if you live in it uh, for six, six to 12 months, the next six years will be capital gains free. Or if you live in it all the time, it's capital gains free. Another good reason to buy a shitter, uh, make a little bit of money, and that bit of money that you're going to make, you're not going to pay tax on. Also, Warren Buffett, someone just mentioned before Warren Buffett, uh, you mentioned before, Michael, one, one, of, the, one of our viewers. Um, something I want everyone to, to, to keep an eye out, and this extends off buying a shitter as well. Yeah. Warren Buffett's sole principle. Now, if anyone who doesn't know, Warren Buffett is one of the wealthiest men in the world. Uh, he's a self-made billionaire. And the way he, he's made a documentary called Being Warren Buffett. If you've missed it, watch it. It's a very, very good film. And he basically is openly happy to share how he's actually made his wealth. And the, the principle of compounding is, the, is basically the fundamental principle of how he's made his money. So capital growth does pay a lot in buying a shitter. So the, the hold, the long hold, the medium hold, or particularly the long hold, and letting your money work for itself and compound more and more and more. The earlier you take it out, the less chance you've had your money to compound. Yep. That's where you're going to make your money buying a shitter as well. I think the best point that you made there was uh, focusing on your core business. A lot of people try and become a real estate agent or a property developer and they, um, hang on a sec. Yeah, all good. Cool. Um, they try and be like a property developer and analyze, and they 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 could be doing something where they may be commission based. So every minute away from what they do is really being detrimental. But very dangerous. I, I'm sure there's a, a personality trait which explains it. But it's I think the best people is what you've said is you know what your core business is and you know what's allowing you to buy that property. Don't try and become a professional in something else just to potentially save a few dollars but so i think that's where a lot of people and i you know what traders do it a lot as well they think well I'm, i can do it but by you working on your property you're not allowing you to work on someone else's property and you could be doing that at scale with staff and the you the 10 percent you may save you're actually costing yourself 20 30 percent because you could have had larger jobs going on as well doing something a bit more complex than you doing something basic at your property so there's i i get there sometimes where it has merits for you to do the work but there's actually a lot of times where it would be better for you to pay someone and you do what you're great at especially if you're doing um stuff at high levels of your of of your industry um, because you just can't replace that. So I think some people have to be mindful and honest with themselves. And look, absolutely. But um, with buying a shitter, guys, well, you've got to, I, I can I tell you what you've got to get over. With buying a shitter, the biggest question I get from people is that sense of awkwardness that they are buying the worst property. So they have this like ill feeling or this- reflection of them. Yeah. And like, really, what you want to buy is the porn star penthouse, right? That's what you want to buy. 
you want to make money because it feels there's an emotion motive there where you feel good buying it now the penthouse is opposite to the shitter because you're paying a lot for the fixtures and finishes like i said you're not paying much you're paying less for the land and more for the fit out the fit out's going to depreciate now buying the shitter doesn't feel you know classy or nice or you don't feel good about it but buying the shitter it's not lifestyle right but buying the shitter is actually you're paying nothing virtually nothing for the house or the structure even if it's a shitter one bedroom unit you know something that that you walk into and stinks um And you're paying pretty much a lot for the for the for the land. Now that's going to have a tremendous upshot. So a lot of people say to me, "Mark, are you serious?" Like I go, "What do you mean?" I go, "Mate, go to realestate.com, go to DY, search from lowest price to highest price, and assess the the five lowest price properties and buy yeah. the shitter." And they just they it just doesn't sit with them. For that reason, they've got to get over that. They've got to get over that. So that's exactly right. And it, it, it doesn't have to be pretty or sexy, but it's just got to compound and be there long enough. And that's the key. Big time. Big time, guys. So any, any questions out there, Michael? No, all good. All good. Did you fall asleep just then? No, I just checking my phone. <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay. I had a few messages come through. But all good. All right. Thanks, David, James, for watching. Tony Chimero, it's good to have you guys on. And any questions, just yell out to us. David, yeah, buy a house, uh, buy a house and land at the value of the rent is a no-brainer, 100%. And you know what, guys, with with buying shitters, um, have a look at what the people that have done well around you in your community, in your tribe, in your family, have a look at what those guys around you have done. And I bet you there's uh, the guys that you can say, oh, they're really clever. They've done really well. I find particularly like, for, for instance, in Brookvale, which is a suburb next to DY, it's uh, migrant Italians bought a lot of property in there. And, you know, Michael, uh, think of the ones that have done particularly well with investing in property and think of the, the property class and the style of properties they bought. Yeah. They bought, they bought the shitters. Yeah. They bought the shitters. Do you know what I mean? So have a look around, guys. Huh? Bought and held. Bought and held. Actually, that's even more powerful. What what, what you just, that was very, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Going back to the Warren Buffett Buffett principle, the law of compounding. Guys, watch being Warren Buffett, but you're spot on there. They bought the shitter and they compounded the shit out of it. They held it forever. They still own it. It's true. Alrighty, guys. Thank you. Jeff Luby's on. Catherine Scalicio. Good to have you guys on. Hey, guys. Take care. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. See ya. Cheers. Bye.